Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. It's the Thirsty Football Show. And on tonight's show, we have the grassroots gossip. League look, a very local one, as Dave tells us all about the not senior league. We have the weekly flow serve, and we have town talk. We find out the good, the bad, and the ugly from last week. Choose our heroes, and find out what's in store this time round. I'm Mick Bradley. He apparently has gravy on his chips. And the other one very nearly had his chips. Welcome to the renowned Radio New at Sport. Gravy on chips. You have vinegar on chips you do not have gravy it's, it's you cr- have gravy I on have mashed curry, potatoes i actually you, have curry sauce what was all that about gravy on chips is it some sort of southern thing then it could be i i, I prefer curry sauce well you was one about having gravy on chips well yeah sometimes but i prefer curry sauce it depends where you get your curry sauce from unbelievable what do you have on your chips it depends who's uh, dishing them out well why, why i've had my chips this time well, it sort of fitted in well, didn't it? Not there's, really. There's a Y, there's a y in Not the day. Really. It's a bit close <laughs> yeah, to the bone. There's a it? Y in the day. That's why you've had your chips. I've, I've been married 34 years. I'm still getting more trouble in football. There you go, you see. So you, sh- you, you, you should treat your football colleagues the same way as you treat the wife. Yeah, I do. Bu- buy them a bunch of flowers <laughs> and a bottle of wine. Love them. Yeah. Caress them. Yeah. So is that what you do to Lucy? All the time. There you go, then. So that's what you should be doing. Is that why the petrol gates garage is sold out of blue nun and uh, the one pound bouquets? Uh, to right, have they got up to a pound? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> well, she's only getting wired from now on. He's, <laughs> nev- he's never spent a pound on Lucy in his life. I almost bought her a bucket of flowers. That's what it said in the sign. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a long night. Anyway, where do we start the night? Well, we start the night with something that. Um, no, we don't. Let's have a look at what happened last week in an Iran. Let's. Um, Tell us how our local sides got on on another Saturday of local football. Right, well, you've obviously, Monday you covered um, Flow Serve and Newark Town. Collingham got a 0-0 draw with Phoenix. Harrowby uh, went to Northampton, Salby Rangers in the United Counties Division 1. They lost 3-2. Billy Stubbs and Jake Schowler were on target for the Arrows. Uh, this week, they've announced the appointment of Jay Harrison as director of football for the club. Jay used to be manager there, didn't he? I believe so. Yes, he used to be yeah. manager at one stage, and uh, that 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 will be a good um, a good appointment. A good I think. appointment yeah. for them because he I knows the cl- he knows the club very, he knows very the well. Club inside out, and I think his 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 remit is to get as much as Grantham people going towards Harrowby to make them the town club so yeah that should be interesting yes yeah it's looking good there actually i mean they're 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 winning more than they're losing which is always good when you've got a football team then we go on to grantham northern premier league hyde united three grantham town nil so uh, you set yourself up for that one really haven't you yes absolutely (laughs) that's why you gave them to me in that order (laughs) uh 
Southwell City, Bilbra, uh, not Senior League, we're away at Bilbra. Bilbra Town 2, Southwell City 4. Cowlaw with a hat-trick, Brad Peace McDonald uh, with the other. Man of the match was Cowlaw. Now, according to the club Twitter account, Cowlaw also won, and I paraphrase this, the Richard of the Day Award for missing a sitter. <laughs> When he would have got his hat trick about five minutes earlier. <laughs> you see, you would, if you come from Southwell, you would be a Richard of the Day. Richard of the Day, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there are, you have standards to keep up in Southwell. Absolutely. Um, and as I've said before, if you only follow one account on Twitter, Southwell City is the one you have to follow. It's very, very good. As Lockton, uh, they got a win away at McDala, 1 0. Pierce Hallam on uh, target there. A late winner for them, but it's three wins on the bounce now, so things are picking up there. Curtin Brickworks went away to Wollerton Reserves, lost 2-1. Rich Willett was on target, got man of the match. And I noticed uh, yesterday on Twitter, Curtin Brickworks are proud to announce Rob Musson as their new manager. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Lincoln uh, Over to Lincoln, Highcombe Town in the Lynx League beat Louthtown 6-0. Jake Park with uh, Brace, Marlon Grundy, Kane Hutchinson-Wilkes, Jack Wilkinson and Josh Toynbee on target. Lincoln Moreland's Railway bowed out of the Junior Cup with a 2-1 defeat at Wyberton. Josh Raby uh, was on target there with a penalty. Now, um, I'll tell you what Bingham Town did on Saturday, but uh, what happened last night will be, we'll talk about a bit later when we get to the good, the bad and the ugly. Bingham Town 3, Orsworth 0-0. Mike Luca, Jake Hardy and Ewan Sweeting were on uh, target for Bingham. Tell you what, they've done well to hang on to him, haven't they? They have. And they really have done well. They have done well. And a special mention to the centre-half, Harley Cox, who played in goal for the whole of the game and kept a clean sheet. And yes, I didn't trip over that. No, you did very well there, didn't <laughs> yeah. you? Uh, we'll talk about uh, last night's uh, win. If it, it wasn't any of us two, wasn't it, Tony? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Lincoln United, sadly, uh, in the North... Uh, Northern Premier League South East lost... Uh, sorry, they won 1-0 away at uh, Newcastle Town, so not sadly at all. Rion Potts on target there for them. Make a note of that. He doesn't like Lincoln United. Oh, I do like Lincoln United. Uh, Sleaford Town... Uh, Defensive very quickly, wasn't <laughs> it? Lost <laughs> 3-2 away at Odeby Town in the uh, United Counties League Premier. Liam Tunstall and Jamie Shaw, who's also the first team manager, was on target for them. And there was a bit of... Um, I think the term in Newark is slaver on Twitter about the fact that he's in his 40s as well and got got on and scored Cleethorpe's Town um, they went uh, away to Glossop North End and came away with a 2-1 win Curtis Bateson and Ollie Donald on target and finally as far as our local teams are concerned Bourne Town lost 2-0 away at Holwell Sports on Saturday and got a 3-3 draw at Blackstones on uh, Tuesday night Jake Mason with two and Jacob Fenton with the other it's amazing that teams are actually being able to play twice in a week yeah, in some cases they went eight weeks without a game. It's amazing, isn't it? So um, now you've got to choose the good, the bad and the ugly through that, which gives me an opportunity to play this piece of music again. So I'm old enough to remember the film. OK, um, the good. Let's have, let's have the best performance well, in the last seven days by a local football side. Uh, it's Bingham Town last night at Carlton Town, um, where it's step seven meets step four. You would have thought that Bingham Town were the step four side. They mastered the pitch, they got at Carlton and they rattled them. They were, they, were, they were aggressive, but in a nice way. They sort of, every time they went steaming forward, you could see the Carlton players were think, and the supporters thinking, oh, here they go again. And they looked dangerous every time they went forward. Scored, um, took the lead and thinking, here we go. And I think it was about 15 minutes from the end, Carlton got the equaliser and the Carlton fans were saying, 
That's not on. That's really unfair. That is really unfortunate. <laughs> Went to extra time and then Carlton got the winner. <laughs> and again, the, the home fans, although they were pleased they got the winner, they were sort of saying, we don't deserve either of these goals. So Bingham Town, yeah, they were the good... Uh, and Carlton's having a, a good season as well, they aren't are. they? Well, I think there's some money gone in there. Um, they, 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 they just didn't look at home on their own pitch, though. Um, given the due, Bingham looked the far better side. How many was there? Uh, I think 128. That's an awful pitch indeed. Well, yes. <laughs> it really is an awful pitch. It is. It's, um, I mean, it's, I would have said Bingham's home pitch, which is on a public park, was, is better. I mean, shall we say it's soft? Um, I would think, yeah, I think in, I would think in horse racing term, it's probably quagmire, but uh, it's... Uh, so that, that's a good, and well done to Bingham Town, because yeah. that, that, that is an absolutely tremendous effort. Who didn't quite get it right well the actually the bad and the ugly not this the week, work oh, oh go on well, well, the, the bad right. and neither are playing performances um bad goes back to saturday the visiting bridgeford west bridgeford player who have at the oh, end of the yes, game told me about it uh, they were playing rhp who scored a late winner and the bridgeford player thought it would be quite funny to make a hole in the back of the dugout uh, whether he punched it or kicked it but there's now this a, is a at the sports village, at the sports village although he was promptly frog marched to the office and i think they have his details and uh, he or his parents will be paying for the damage but this is under 18 under 18s yeah i mean i was just turning up to help out and i heard this cheer go up and the next thing is there was a kerfuffle what's going on well somebody's punched the back out of the dugout so uh, not good and the ugly um we spoke the other week about falmouth and the friendly limbs akimbo when they got the goal in the uh fa uh Fars. There was crowd disorder on Saturday at their game versus St Blasey in the South West Peninsula League. Smoke bombs were let off and there's videos of youths charging at the home and away supporters. Some of the visiting players got involved to protect their both sets of fans. And on uh, Monday, Devon, Pl- Devon and Cornwall Police said it's believed a group of Plymouth Argyle fans travelled down and caused disorder within the ground. Apparently so, yes. Yeah, including letting off smoke bombs, which caused the game to be paused. There's no there's no um, call for that in any level of football, I but particularly when it's not your own club. I can't believe any grassroots supporters would let smoke bombs off at football matches. No. No, I've never, I've never, I've never seen, never them seen it. Never seen it before, ever. Uh, and they're certainly not the other colour of the at the other end of the spectrum. No, no, no. It's even worse when people take photos of it. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> when it, when when you get orange fog. Um, so, Farm of Town's ground is called. Oh, I did should know. Oh, I've Ooh. got him. Go I've on got then. him. Go on then, Mr. No, you, 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 I'll leave. I'll leave that one to you to okay. try and think out. Farm, what Farmer's Town is? Lovely, it's a lovely little. It's probably called the Smuggler's Retreat or something. No, <laughs> nothing like that. What so? Or the Dr. Martin Memorial Stadium. Not so. Ever. <laughs> I've got a question for you as well. Go on then. I've got a question for you. Railways. Yes. Forget football. Forget football, sport. Yeah. Railways. What's the only? There's two stations ever named after novels. One of them closed in 1917, so I shan't ask you what that was. But there's one station now in the UK. That is named after a novel. After a novel. Yes. Well, the one that Think closed about it. was the one that closed. Was that Westwood Ho? Yes. Yeah. Very good. Which is the only UK place name with an exclamation mark in it. Very good. As I annoy my daughters every time you see the bus on a Saturday morning, it goes from Lincoln with Westwood Ho on the front. You see, you've learned something here, haven't you? It's an education every week. No, not the other station. Yes. The other station. Think about it. Yep. Before eight o'clock. Before eight o'clock. Oh, I won't have it before then, but uh, we'll, we'll give it a go. Okay. Um, You've told me at the start of the show that you haven't got anything from Newark Town, but um, I want to go back to Josh Burkett with both of you because Josh played in the morning at 
Tamworth, Tamworth, I think it was. Tamworth somewhere. Tamworth, yeah. And they got to the last eight of the national competition that that age group is in. Yeah. Um, came back, pestered Tony, there was only spaces mm-hmm. on the bench. Yeah, and, and got a seat on the and bench. And got on. And went on, yeah. What I do want you to tell us is the chanting that was going <laughs> off, because I think it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, he came forward with Luke Parsons and a few others for a corner, and there was a chant of, there's only one Gina Burkitt. <laughs> <laughs> But he did smile, so we took it in the spirit with which it was given. <laughs> the, the, this new popular end that um, is the getting... The swimming pool end, yeah. It's, it's the swimming pool end, is it, now? That's I think the, so, yeah. That's the rowdy end at yeah. the sports village. It has a, it does have a distinct Scottish accent, though. Right. And it does tend to voice most of its chants towards the posh gentleman who's the historian within the club. So, it's brute. Does it get told off for being noisy? Yes. We do, yes. <laughs> yeah. And he, and, he, and he goes and hides down the other end, so he can't, we can't see him. It's actually br- So we've now got the swimming pool end. It's brilliant. Well, well that's what I call it anyway. Yeah, the swimming no, pool that, end. Uh, yeah. that is Clisson. Dave Hursfield knows Falmouth Town's ground. Well, the name do, of he it. He would do. He would do. He's the boy, you see. Yeah, he is. He's, he's, he's the boy. Can he pronounce it, though? This is the question. Oh, well. <laughs> Falmouth Town ground <laughs> is Bickland Park. Very good. Bickland Park. Yeah. And that is the park that it's... It's um, it yeah. is obviously. I'm glad you explained that because I know Tony struggles with curtain brickworks being a brickworks near. No, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm actually amazed that Matt Wade has gone. I, I cannot believe I, I didn't see that. That name. was that was weeks ago, mate. Oh, apparently so. Yeah. Um, but, um, I, I, I I'm wanting to know this radio this this railway station. You have to wait. Mm. You're in suspense. Yeah. I'm Dave Versfield doesn't know I'm it amazed. either. I'm surprised he got Westwood Ho though. I'm amazed he got Westwood <laughs> yeah. Ho. Absolutely amazing. I wasn't even going to ask you that one. Because there, there used to be a player played at Colville <laughs> called Ivanhoe, and I always thought that was a bit of a... And, of course, there is Ashby Ivanhoe, which is just yes. down the road. That would be a cracking chant, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't it, play called Ivanhoe? <laughs> yeah. You get the bugle out. Right, the not Senior League is probably one of the youngest Step 7 leagues in the country, if not the youngest Step 7 uh, league in the It was founded in 2004, so it possibly is. Um... Yeah, it replaced the Nottinghamshire Football Alliance as the top league within the county. The league's made up of three divisions. Premier Division, which stands at a level 11 or step 7 to you and me. Division 1 and 2. Up to this season, the NSL has promoted to the North Counties East League Division 1 and the East Midlands Count, uh, Counties League. However, as we know, um, from next season... Um, step seven will become the pinnacle of the county FA leagues rather than part of the uh, national football pyramid. Uh, currently, um, the Premier Division is made up of AFC Dunkirk, Aslockton and Austin, Attenborough, Orsworth Villa, Bilborough Town, Bingham Town, Burton Joyce, Calverton Miners Welfare, Cockgrave, Eastwood Community Development FC, that's a chant and a half, FC Cavaliers. <laughs> Give us a knee. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Keyworth United. Magdala Amateurs, San Diego Town, Southwell City, Stapleford Town, Woolerton and Woodthorpe Park Rangers. Uh, some of the Premier Division champions include um, our own Newark Flosev, who won that league two seasons ago. Uh, Stapleford Town, Clifton Allwhites, Ruddington Village, who then promptly, from what I remember, had a dreadful season the following year. Ballwell have won it a couple of times. Boots Athletic, <laughs> Bilbra Pelican... Uh, the Caribbean Cavaliers, uh, Woolerton and Cockgrave Welfare. So um, the the wealth of uh, winning has been spread around the, the sort of it, mainly it, Nottingham. It was born out of the Knots Alliance, and it was born out of the um, um, perceived poor running of the Knots Alliance. Um, 
and they wanted to, the Knots Alliance was quite happy doing what they were doing and they wanted to take it to step seven. So our very own KP and a group of um, eminent county people got together and and got it step seven status, which was at the time a fantastic effort and went down like the proverbial lead balloon with the Central Midlands. I can um, imagine. Um, but now, of course, where is it? it, it the, the, the not senior league is a fully bony five step seven league, and this is why the Central Midlands can't really get on with it because the Central Midlands step seven standards that you have to have to be in the Central Midlands is well above what you actually need. Yes. And if you look at the teams with floodlights in the Knotts Senior League, they're probably on one hand, aren't they? Uh, well, actually, um, uh, thank, you. thank you to the chairman of the uh, league who sent me this information. There's as many clubs with floodlights as without. There's nine. Which, which is a great improvement because not so many years ago, I think you could have probably stopped at Cotgrave and Calverton. Yeah, I mean, these days, AFC Dunkirk, Bilbertown, well, that's obviously the Harvey Haddon Stadium. Yes. Cotgrave, Eastwood FC... Cavaliers, because that's where they play on the 4G at the top end of the forest. Keyworth, San Diego, Southall City, Woodthorpe. <coughs> Calverton Miners Welfare have them, but they choose not to use them, which is quite strange. So all the other clubs don't have them, hence the 2pm and 1.30pm kickoffs in the winter. And some other clubs that have got them are playing on the back of bigger clubs, aren't they? Dunkirk. Yes, well, I mean, in effectively, they're a feeder club to Dunkirk. Dunkirk Reserves, aren't Different they? name, purely that yes. way they can play each other, should yeah. they? Yeah, why? You, yeah, and that's another thing. The Turks that, that this AFC yeah. when it's when it's the reserves. Yes, hey ho! Uh, but next season it goes to as a the, the the top as as every county is going to have its own league, and I think that is a plus. I think that's a way forward. Well, there's an advantage to it if you if you think about it at the moment. Newark Town and Collingham for some of their games are travelling fifty five, fifty six miles to which some is of the games. Ridiculous in that which if in, of football. I mean, as you know, Tony, from your days in when Flowserve were in that league, and you were one of the sort of more outflung <coughs> teams. Twenty nine miles, I think, is the furthest you had to travel to a fixture. So, I mean, um, it and it, it's got to be better for the clubs if they're you know if they you're not travelling nearly to Stockport to play Tideswell on a Tuesday Crazy. night and Crazy. going to that place that was up almost nearly to Hornsea Easington Easington yes Easington. which are a great, great bunch of lads actually Easington Central Midlands League and you can see the lighthouse on the ground yeah <laughs> that's that's Midlands and it's Central, Central. Midlands the clue's in the name isn't it Central, Central Midlands. Midlands League yeah. and you can see a blinking lighthouse yeah and in, in the same way that lower stuff played in the Northern Premier League for a yeah, season. I, I just, <laughs> really, some of it defies logic. Right, um, the current station covers oh. an area of 25 acres. Mr Smith has a guess on the station competition. That's named after a novel. Correct. So the guard goes, this train will be calling at Stevenage, Peterborough and Biggles Flies Undum. Unbelievable. Oh. Just a wild shot. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, surprisingly enough... <laughs> it's not the right answer. It's not the right oh. answer. We all know it flows us. We're heading for the top. We always get promoted. And we're never going to stop. We play games at low field. Well, after this week, that's probably the wrong thing to say because the works have just had two defeats. Um, on the bounce, I think... Um, no complaints about Saturday's defeat against um, Long Eaton United at the end of the day. I think the better team won that day. Um, 
quite a lot of complaints about Tuesday nights by all account, and I'm going to leave that one to David in a moment I'm, um, because he can give a view of somebody who's completely impartial. But uh, not as a result of what happened at the weekend, but I think as a result of what's been coming for a while, Tony. Um, change of keeper, Joe Searson's taking a break from football. Now, you can say, on one hand, it's a very brave decision by the young man on the other hand how the heck can you walk away from a team that's top of the table and still in three cup competitions joe is, is a, a very very much a confidence player and uh, when he's confident he is uh, an outstanding goalkeeper i mean he wouldn't have got a contract with Notts county if he wasn't but um basically he's a confidence player and uh, there was um one or two uh errors on Saturday and it was followed up with some comments on social media and uh, basically Joe has decided that uh, enough is enough and he would like to go to, to one side and get his confidence back and his fitness back and he will come back and do a fantastic job for somebody and have a great career in the sport. I, I, my personal opinion is it, it's a brave move by the young man to hmm. actually come out and, and say... At the minute, lads, I'm 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 shot. I just want to yeah. come out of the firing line. Yeah. Just for a few weeks. I might even come back to Flow Save, I don't know. But I just need to come out of the firing line because I'm doing me no good and to be honest, I'm doing you no good. It it, it takes a heck of a lot of courage uh, for him to make that decision as a twenty one year old lad. It's braver than just turning out and yeah. not being your heart being totally in it or yeah. whatever. It's not just Joe Searson, is it? What's his it's his it's full name? Joe Joe uh, Searson Smithard. Smithard, yeah. So it, it took Mr. Pressland all this skill as a league um, secretary to find another double barrel goalkeeper name. Yes. Because there isn't that many about, but he's managed to find one. All oh, right. And yeah, we, we, um, we, we, Alfie Smith Eccles. Yeah, and we've got Andrew Dell Nicholson on the bench. So, um, so Alfie Smith Eccles has come from Loughborough Dynamos. He's come from Loughborough Dynamos. Uh, he's also played for Selston, so he's obviously had to take a pay cut to come to uh, Flow Surf. But. Yeah, um, but basically, um, uh, Alfie uh, made his debut for us on uh, Tuesday night at, uh, at St John's Park, and um, he um, he looked good, you know. And um, you know there was uh, there wasn't a lot of difference between him and what Joe's been doing all season. But uh, as I say, you know, it's, it's it's very very sorry to see Joe go. And but, another uh, young man made another another footballer, Jermaine Hollis, Jermaine Hollis and tacky midfield. From from several thousand clubs, but most latterly Ilkeston. Uh, so he's the latest Ilkeston town guy to uh, join the uh, men in orange ranks. Well, I say I've got a good working relationship with Ilkeston. It doesn't yeah. do any harm to have a working relationship no. with a club that's a level or two higher, is it? It's also very, very good to have a working relationship with the team that were MFL champions at the end of last season. Exactly, yeah. so that's... Um, Steve Chettle's the manager there, is he? Or, or he is he? now. He is, yeah. yeah. Mm. So he's yeah. got contacts as well, so yeah. it's always yeah. good. Yes, he is now, so... Yeah, he... I'd forgotten they'd been through the MFL, that's, that's yeah. true, yeah. yeah. So they've been a slightly nearer to some of the games, but they'll have gone through everything that you guys are going yeah. through at the moment. Uh, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, you, you're struggling here, I'm disappointed in you. Um, the station was named after Sir Walter Scott's first ever novel, which he wrote in 1868. 
And the station was named after it, no. rather than he named the novel after the town? No, the village no, the station. station was named after the novel. The novel. In 1868, the existing buildings were demolished and construction begun on today's Victorian structure. The current station covers 25 acres and is the second largest station in the UK. I get no more help than that. Because I've almost it's, given it to you. I've, I've never read St Pancras. Uh, no, no, King's Cross, I don't think. So. <laughs> yeah. I've heard Queen's Cross. Yeah, it's not, no. not going to be London Bridges <laughs> or Elephant and Castle. <laughs> you're rubbish, both. I know you're rubbish, but I'm, I'm expecting oh, yeah, yeah, more from yeah. you. Expecting more from Dave. Yeah, yeah expecting more from Dave. I'm not there with my engine driver's cap and oily rag on. Right. Right. Like, okay, like, we'll, put, we'll, we'll put this one, one to bed. Okay. Edinburgh, Waverley. Oh, my oh, goodness. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, now you know that. Yeah. Yes. Right, okay, right. Let's just uh. get serious for a moment, please. Um, the l- football world in general, but more particularly last Saturday afternoon, the local football world was just completely taken aback was... by the events at Retford on the previous night. Um, Dave, can you update what what's happened and and the reaction from yeah, football. Well, I mean, the first i heard was uh, you text me about half past three just as update me what was going on at lowfields and i was just getting the scores together and stuff for the uh, half-time results and i thought oh this is strange matlock and alfreton's game has been postponed i thought well it can't be weather and then sort of a tweet came out and said due to the injury or death of a player and i thought this has to be a car accident and um it's sort of uh, Asked after at half time, somebody said, "Oh no, it sounds like there was a, a bit of a kerfuffle in uh, Retford, and he's been been killed." And then got home, and it said, it said he was very seriously um, injured in uh, hospital. Anyway, the sad news came through just after half past seven that uh, Jordan Sinnott sadly had died in um, hospital in uh, Sheffield. Now, apparently, he was found unconscious with a suspected fractured skull in Retford. Uh, on the early hours of uh, Saturday morning, following what Nottinghamshire police described as a large-scale fight in a pub car park. He was admitted to the Northern General Hospital in Sheffield in a critical condition where he died just before 7pm that evening. His lone club, Matlock Town, and parent club, Alfreton Town, both uh, postponed their respective games on Saturday, and the game midweek between uh, Matlock and Grantham was also postponed. Now, reading the various reports that... uh, had gone on it, it, the suggestion from Notts Police is there was actually two fights um, during the evening one in a pub car park and then one further down near the marketplace so um, as a result Notts Police announced on the 29th that Cameron Matthews 21 Kai Denovan were charged with manslaughter affray and common assault and Sean Nicholson 24, uh, 21 was charged with affray they appeared before uh, Mansfield Magistrates Court yesterday morning, and I believe, I've not uh, actually seen this written, but from what I heard on the news, all three have been remanded and charged um, charged accordingly. As I say, it was thought that Jordan was involved in two brawls in the town and um, was found unconscious with a fractured skull in the marketplace. He uh, was born in 1994, actually on Valentine's Day in Bradford, started his football youth career at uh, Huddersfield Town. He was there from 2008 to 2012. 2012, he joined the Huddersfield first team. Only made two appearances for them in uh, three years. Then he went to Altrincham on loan and Bury. Then he signed uh, full-time for Altrincham, where he spent the 2015-2016 season. Uh, Played 57 times, four goals. Then he went to FC Halifax Town, uh, where he was there for a season. 35 appearances, four goals. 
Then he went to Chesterfield uh, for 2017-28 season, one goal in eight appearances. And then 2018, he went to Alfreton, five goals in 26 appearance, appearances, and currently was out at loan on Matlock, uh, Matlock Town. Now, you've probably noticed a lot of um, clubs, on the request of suggestion of his brother, have had um, shirts printed with his number 25 and his name across the back. And they're being sent in to raise money for charity. And I do know that I believe Newark Town have had sent one in along with lots of bigger clubs. And I would expect, um, from what I've heard, there'll be a minute's silence before or, um, the game at Retford on Saturday. And I suspect most of the clubs in this area will probably do the same. I think it's wonderful with these shirts with seen at 25 yeah. on, on the back. And then I think they're all going off to Africa aren't they I think so particularly when I saw some of the big clubs you know people down at yes, West Ham had got them yes. and you know and Glasgow Rangers and Celtic they actually there was a picture in one of the papers of uh, a Rangers player and a Celtic player stood together with the shirts with them on I just thought that's if something good can come out of a situation like that that's perhaps it and it yeah. has brought football in this area together but a very very sad day for local football it most um, it most certainly was and uh, let's um Obviously, send our condolences to his family and to everybody, to his Alfred friends and, and clubs, and, and, yeah. and Matt Lock as, as, as well, because it was it did put last Saturday into perspective. Um, it, it really did. Elsewhere in um, in grassroots football, in in local football, in, in any sort of football, since um, we're, and we're on railway theme tonight, as you okay. might you might have gathered, since LNER became the naming sponsor of Lincoln City, the Imps have had won 5-0 matches on the bounce for the first time since 1994. That's all come to an end this week when Portsmouth yes um, beat them, but they won 5-0 matches on the bounce. I, I've been racking my brains to think of some comment about trains and Lincoln and... Come off the rails. Come, come off the rails, that's <laughs> yeah. a good one, yeah. Lincoln, come off the rails. That's a Tony Smith one, that is. <laughs> yeah. um, Link, Lincoln, Lincoln... Oh, you did put woeful in front of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tony. No, it's okay, I've been sent to Coventry over that one before. Oh, very good. <laughs> oh, dear. Um... The last weekend, this is, this, you'll like this one. The last weekend in 1990 saw the worst gales in living memory in, es <laughs> in Essex. Worst near a Coronation Street. Yes. Remarkably, only one match was postponed. Okay. And that was Southend Manor. But they had to play the game with no dugouts because the wind had blown them away. <laughs> Southend Manor sounds somewhere like Phil Mitchell would be playing. <laughs> and, ironically, Southend Manor are in trouble again with the Essex FA, having postponed Tuesday's match against Woodford Town after a pitch inspection at 7am in the morning, a full 12 and three quarter hours before the kick-off. I'll probably all blow over. Oh, <laughs> Have you got one? Yeah, well, um... <coughs> Glossop North End tweeted a uh, note of respect to Cleethorpe's town volunteers when the two teams met on Saturday. Cleethorpe's uh, team and supporters presented Glossop with a card and a gift uh, for the respect they'd shown when they visited Cleethorpe's earlier in the season and the immaculate condition they left the changing room in, which I thought was rather nice. <laughs> uh, I, I always commend Flow Serve on that one because win, lose or draw... They make a point of cleaning the opposition's dressing room. More yeah. than some clubs do. Yeah. But you be quiet. <laughs> More than some clubs do. Um, but even after the defeat at Longridge, which was hard to take... Yes. That dressing room at Longridge was immaculate. Absolutely yeah. immaculate. Be a, it's quiet. It's a good job we've got restraining orders on Yes, there. it is, yes. yes. Right. Um, Garforth's, Towns 
Alex Lowe. What do we know about him? Alex Lowe. Alex Lowe at Garforth Town. He actually got booked twice oh, defending yes. the same move. Yes, I saw that. It, okay, this is going to be difficult. Let, let me try my best. I thought it's, tonight it might be an engine driver. Gee. His sides, <laughs> his sides attack broke down on the edge of the, the box. Okay. As the opposition broke away, he fouled the player making the break from behind. <laughs> the referee played a fantastic advantage. Yeah. <laughs> the ball breaks to the other end of the box and Lowe, who had run the whole length of the pitch, committed another late challenge <laughs> from behind. <laughs> <laughs> this time the referee stopped the game, booked him for the second challenge, then pointed to the first challenge and booked him again and then gave him a red card. Wow. But, I mean, yeah. it's, it, it's on Twitter. I've seen it, yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's actually a brilliant piece of refereeing yeah yeah because yeah, he played the advantage he played in the, the advantage yeah. he remembered <laughs> and went back but the player got booked twice for the same book in the same attack which you know i just think is brilliant dave <laughs> right um gentleman mike mark Pitt, uh, Pittman is a supporter of afon lido and they were took an eight nil defeat away at uh Connors Key Nomads on Saturday which is a large sporting ground and he's put a picture and he said at least the fans were able to make use of the facilities at the Deeside Stadium and there's a very there's a video of a very large gentleman in nothing but a pair of small wife fronts trying to do the hurdles course in pouring rain dear <laughs> that's what you call that's the football that we know and love um, going back to the last round of the Vars Leighton Town you told us about um, crowd problems at the Leighton Town. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah, match. Um, well, they have decided that um, no unaccompanied children will be admitted to any future home match. I saw that because the original tweet came out said that it was the junior section of the visitors, Ainsbury, that kicked off, yeah. charged across the pitch, and it was the uh, Leighton adults decided they'd have a go back. So, uh, so um, there's a lot to be said for that. They've I mean, not banned their own adults, no. but they've banned everybody's kids. It, it's sad for the sad for the juveniles that can go to football and behave themselves that it's been spoilt because, uh, in some cases, not everybody's parents want to take them to football. Exactly. Chichester Town. Remember Chichester Town in the FA Cup? Um, yes. Started right at the beginning on the 1st of August, even if Gary Lineker thinks the FA Cup oh, starts in January. Well. Yes. Um, they, they played their first FA Cup game this season on the 10th of august and then played every two to three weeks right through until they got knocked out in in december as a result they've now got to play nine games in 28 days in february and the comment was would they have changed any of it no no are they complaining no and that follows... they enjoyed every minute of and that followed dave if it were down to me, I'd do away with the League Cup, start the FA Cup earlier, not just after Christmas when everybody's knackered. Qualification can be earlier or be more frequent. Ditch the replays, 90 minutes, penalties, but give the lower league side a choice of playing home or away. And that was Gary Lineker. Mr Lineker, in case you didn't realise, the FA Cup does not start on the 3rd of January. And he tried to defend himself by saying, well, can't you play the qualifying rounds the season before? Yes, we had that one as well. Yeah. And then he's decided that Let's make the TV licence voluntary. <laughs> He's got, had a good week. I'd got a lot of time for Gary Lineker until they come out with that rubbish. Yeah. Sounds, sounds like he's entering politics. I mean, it, it's... Well. I, it, it's unbe- the FA Cup, for the vast majority, 
starts in August and finishes at Christmas. Yeah, well, for when some of the sides I've I've seen, particularly Bashley, the the cup run starts and ends in August. Oh, yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> but, you know, the rest of the season doesn't matter. We concentrate on the league. All he's wanting it to do is making an elite competition. For yeah. the elite clubs, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Once again, the greatest cup competition is being devalued for Premier League stars who are only interested in European glory and the money. On the money, the FA Cup winners get a place in next season's Europa League, Mickey Mouse Cup, and £7 million. Pounds. Mm. 17th in last season's Premier League netted the club £105 million. Pounds. Now you can begin to understand why you go for why they are not bothered about the FA Cup at yeah. the top. Yeah. FA Cup winners, seven million quid for finishing seventeenth in the Premier League, one hundred and five million pounds. Yeah, and if you get relegated there's a jolly really big parachute payment as well that gives you an unfair advantage for the next two seasons. So if they're playing too much football at the top level, how about something called a European Cup, which is for the champions of the league yeah. only. Yeah. And the rest of you can play um, in a Mickey yeah. Mouse. And let's, you draw, want and let's draw it out a hat, home yeah. and away, so there's... Yeah, they, so we they're can, complaining we... there's too much football, but they want yeah. this Champions League. Yeah. Instead of being a Champions Cup, yeah. where there'll be a lot less football, and just have the winners, not fourth place yeah. in the competition. So, I, I can understand all these big clubs, all these... Premier League clubs complaining about replays and saying scrap replays because when they play in the FA Cup they don't play first team players anyway no. so I'll just crack on and it's much about replays I did say get a week off they go to Dubai and play somebody out there anyway I did say the other night that on the back of Shrewsbury's trip to Anfield they will it will enable them to buy video analysis equipment and install drainage on all the training grounds. Wow. Well, look at look at the legacy that Lincoln had from their cup run. Mm, I think exactly. new, new training exactly. facilities, yeah, and, yeah. yes, and it probably it was probably the reason they got promoted out of that league and were able to move up through the you know establish themselves back in the football league. Blythe Spartans made their longest midweek trip for a decade on Tuesday night, four hundred and sixty mile round trip to Telford in the week. Yeah, I, I know it's step three or whatever it is, but it's still it's too far. Not isn't it? professional football. It's too far. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm sure there's shorter... You know, if somebody had actually not just pressed the computer button and what it turned out is what you do, but actually yeah. thought about it and installed parameters into this computer, yeah, you know, your night matches are fairly local. Yeah. I mean, on the same uh, same same uh, vein, uh, Elliot Keithley, who is a supporter of Yate, which is near Bristol, they went to Truro away on Tuesday night and he tweeted, half a day taken from work... 12 p.m. pitch inspection was passed. Five hours on a coach. After no more rain, the ref called the game off at 19:30. Gotta love non-league football, but in fairness, somebody else then retaliated with a picture of it two minutes later when it was absolutely hammering down and there's about an inch of water. So the referee had obviously realised any more rain and that was due, it was going to be probably called off 10 minutes into the game anyway. So okay, for, yeah, that's, yeah, that's fair comment because some of the more cynical ones amongst us have accused referees yeah. of. Not called off until so, that time, so they made non-league football pennies. going down from Bristol to, to Truro. Truro. Yeah, I know, it's it's crazy. Ex-Southampton goalkeeper Tim Flowers, Tim Flowers has left Solly on Moors. Oh, has he? Which was a bit of a shock. Oh. Um, they finished second last season, at one point off the playoffs this time round. Which yeah, there's obviously something gone off. I would have thought probably not got the budget he was promised or 
They, they have had a massive slump from where they were. Solihull Moors have really gone plummeting down the league. Yeah, but they've... They've only up there. I mean, in the full scheme of things, they're a better club now than nobody yeah, in them ten yeah. years ago. But, I mean, um, board of directors and uh, knee-jerk reactions and all that. By mutual consent, apparently. You got any more? Yeah, the last one um, is a local gentleman who goes to a lot of local games, goes on Twitter under the name of Modog and puts plenty of good pictures on and comes up some quirky bits. He was at Feckingham FC, easy for me to say, <laughs> against Noel. You've, <laughs> you've got the goodness tonight, Yeah, you? I think uh, Mrs Brown's boys watch them. <laughs> uh, he was at a game and he's got a full blog on it. However, a Munchak deer came tearing down the wing during the middle of the game, ran across the pitch, so he's actually named them Munchak United. Well, but... it missed my car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Bambi's mother has got tears, but yeah. He, Bambi that, didn't. A wonderful video. <laughs> So, yeah, that's twice in a few weeks deer have uh, got onto football pitches. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, step five crowds from last week. Um, Tony would be impressed to know that Newark Flow Surf finished sixth. I saw that, yeah. With 290. Longridge Town finished seventh with 278. Quite a few of the Newark followers are now following Longridge Town. There they must be, yeah. Have friendships not, made on, yeah. on, on, on that day. Apparently, have they not got back from Preston? Are they still there? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, when Longridge Town are at home... If Bolton Wanderers and Blackburn Rovers are at home, their it, crowds it are battered. And uh, unfortunately, that weekend when we played Longridge, uh, Blackburn were hosting Pre- sorry, sorry, Blackburn and Preston. And on that weekend, um, Blackburn were playing at home to Preston. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Step them. five crowd of the day was at Shildon, seven hundred and twenty-two. That's northeast, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the second was the um, Coventry United Worcester City rematch, Derby. which he collected um, four hundred and twenty-two, and the third place was Concert Town, northeast back again. in the northeast at three hundred and ninety-eight. And one I've kept specially for you because it's on the railway theme Go on, tonight. Um, LNER um, are re-recording their onboard's announcements after the Scottish passengers complained that station mispronunciations were like <laughs> nails on a blackboard. So what I need to know from you, is it London King's Cross or London King's Cross? Radio and this is the time of evening when we look forward to the coming weekend's fixtures, not only in football, but all everything that's happening in our wonderful world of local sport and i spend a considerable amount of time every sunday going trawling through everything and putting it in the diary to read out the diary is now sitting in the office we are sitting in the radio studio Ah, okay should we make it up then so um we've now got 12 minutes to have a sing song (laughs) so um what i can remember and what i do know is um this weekend it's New York against Lincoln at in rugby. rugby. Rob now, mentioned that in the week, didn't he? New York have just won five matches on the bounds. Lincoln are sitting second from bottom, which I think is surprising everybody. And the only conclusion that I can come to in all this is that last season, on the back of Lincoln's successful season, they were using, using university kids. Yes. I think, probably like hockey, the university has said, hang on. You play, you play for, for us. Yeah. You know, you go to our university, you play for us, because that's what's happening in the world of hockey, which is why Nottingham University and Trent University are walking the leagues. Yeah. So I wonder if that's what's happened. But um, on paper, 
it's an easy win for Newark. For Newark, but I'm sure Lincoln. It's a local derby, though, isn't it? Yes, can, and they've probably got a point to prove. What didn't Newark win earlier in the season? No, Lincoln. Lincoln put forty odd points Did they? past past Newark in in the cup first round, which took place before, before a single league match was yeah. played. There you are, Mister Lineker. Cup games do start early in in the season. In this yeah. case, halfway through Couldn't summer. They played it last season. Hang on, look at look well, at. Am I, not, am I not right in thinking that uh, Lincoln played Newark in the cup game, and then the following week Newark had a pre-season friendly? <laughs> yes, that's yes. right. Yes. It was yeah. a cup game followed by a pre-season yeah. friendly. I mean, that's. <laughs> <laughs> That's the 57 old farts at work, is it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just, it is unbelievable. So I'm going down there because, and that's a quarter past two kickoff because, yeah. like, is, there, is there a lunch? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, there you go, there you go. Like Calverton. Yes. They've got floodlights and they're not using them. All right. So I don't. Another shilling in the meter. I, I, must, I must admit, I was very impressed with the new facilities at Newark when I um, went down for the sports awards. Cause that's the first time I've been to yeah. Newark. Oh, they Club. are just. And I was pleased to see that the sort of, as I call it, the museum, um, although it's more modern than it was before, is still yes. treated respect and is a place yes. of deference. It's yeah, it's very yeah. it's very good. Football wise, um, I think Newark Town's got the hardest match between now and the end of the season. I also in some respects from what we have been told on good authority it really doesn't matter if you're going to finish first second third or fourth but it's not the point they've got themselves in position to win this they still want to win it um saturday's match at retford united away yeah promises to be hard work well it's third against first retford have signed a few players recently and uh, unlike the cup game, they won't be eligible to <laughs> unintelligible to play. <laughs> your phrase, cut in, um, yeah. And you'd like that ground, the rail. It's alongside the. Yes, it's, yes, a, it's, it's one of my favourite football so you grounds. Can spot while you're there. Yes, yeah. it's one of my um, favourite football. Going to be a hard game. Retford always is a hard game, though, isn't it? Um, is that where? Hang on, hang on. You're wrong. You're wrong. Retford United, the rails alongside the. Yes, but they're not playing Retford. They're playing Retford United. Oh, Cannons Park. Yes. Ah. Oh. oh. Mix put his Ian Allen book away for another oh. season. <laughs> Dave Ersfield, our football expert, has got it wrong. You got the wrong. Re- you've got my name wrong. No, I'm telling Dave Ersfield, our football expert, has got it oh, wrong. Oh, okay. Um, you got the wrong record, haven't you? Yes, it's Cannons Park. That's it's right. It's Cannon Park, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Um, just as well, that I, which, I could which, have been going to the wrong know, ground. If you was. A Retford United stalwart. It's a bit like Man United and Man City, isn't it, really? Yeah, the roles have reserved. The roles have completely reversed. Because they came down, played the... County, Nottingham Forest. Played the the noisy neighbours, and the noisy neighbours went up. The only difference with Forest and County is it's 37 years since County were above Forest, isn't it? Yes, and Forest is the oldest football league club now. Yeah. Um... Yes. That's a claim, isn't it? That's two European Cups. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. It's two more than Leeds have got, though, eh? Yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> have they done anything in the last 40 years? Nah. Are we talking about Leeds? <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> not, not talking about top of the league, love. We're talking about Forest. Top of the league, yeah. yeah. Having a laugh. Yeah, yeah. The, um, I, 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 I saw the um, wagon of vertigo pills go off to Leeds again, because yeah. uh, we seem to be stuttering They won somewhat. two games on the track, was yeah. it Leeds are falling yeah. apart again? Yeah. Four <laughs> points in front of Forest, and it's, is it a week on Saturday to play each other? I don't know. Yeah, it's a week on yeah. Saturday. Oh, uh, anyway. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't give a damn. Um, 
Brentford United away is going to be a tough game. They played each other remarkably already three times this season. Yes, well, there's a Notts Cup game and mm. then the Floodlit Cup game. Um, been drawn all. Brentford have won the two Cup games on penalties, albeit they lost the Notts Cup game because it was going to walk over to Newark. On the fact that they tweeted they'd got new players before they'd signed them and they hadn't waited long enough to play them. So. As, I, as I said on Monday night, as I said to Joinsey, I reckon a pound on Newark to win... The Notts Cup. The, either the Notts Senior Cup or for the ladies, because the ladies got beat by Bingham, who had played a goalkeeper who wasn't signed on in time. Oh, yeah. So they've been kicked out. Yeah, I heard... Um, so the ladies go through as well. I heard the young lady who was in the studio with you, whose name of... Um, who'd played for him, she said the Eden, keeper... Yeah. yeah, Eden, she said yeah, the... Uh, yeah. I don't think the keeper will be there very long, because no. she's a far better than the rest uh, of the side. I, I, I did speak to Eden last yeah. Sunday after they got thrown out and I thought probably we didn't talk to have a conversation live on it no <laughs> she, she will say it as she saw it yes yeah. have Longridge been thoroughly investigated because I did have a pound on floor served to win the FA Vars yes they have and um, oh dear um, wouldn't we be happy with a point or has it got to be three points bear in mind that well Dinnington have now got five games in yes. hand and if they win all five games in hand they will go two points ahead however and they've, they've still got, got plenty of time to play these games they have. They're still in two cup competitions as well. Um, they've got to play Thorn twice, and they've got to play Retford. Thorn don't like Retford, uh, don't like Dinnington, so that could be. See, interesting. the argument was, wasn't it, that it was better to have the points, and that probably is the correct yeah. argument. Yeah, you've at least if you've got the points, your chickens have hatched, and <laughs> you've got them, haven't you? Whereas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's leading me. A, I've been leading. I've been reading the local newspaper. That's what it is. <laughs> he's sitting next to him, talking about as daft as he is. Well, it, you know, it, it has this aura about him, doesn't it? <laughs> so, um, so if Newark come back with a point, you would be happy. I think yeah, it's better than not coming away with no points. True. Isn't it? Yeah, the goal difference is still fairly good. No, as I say, I still don't think Dinnington will go the season. You heard uh, it here first. Flowserve are on the travels again. Where are they going, Mr Smith? AFC Wolfronians. And they come from? Castlecroft in Wolverhampton. They come from Wolverhampton, so it's, uh, what, uh, where are those? Sounds 12th, like a rugby team to me. It's 12th against first. It's, it's funny you should say that, because Castlecroft was originally uh, bought by the Rugby Football Union as um, the one of their training camps in in, in the Wolverhampton area. Right. So. And uh, AFC Wolfronians uh, bought the lease off the, the Rugby Union. Oh. So 12 against first. First, yeah. If Flosev have any aspirations to actually win that league, and I think it's, it's, it's remarkable, there's about six clubs and two points or something at the top of the table. There, uh, it's something the, ridiculous. The, the top three are all on... Um, 44 points and uh, one point separates the top six so you know it, it's anybody can win it but they've got to they've got to find a way to win a game even the goal difference is very similar the only exception now i think is um sporting council who's like plus one aren't they and sort of everybody else is plus is it 14 or 15 something like that so it's it's yeah, tight as I, the I proverbial the of our top on goal difference uh, by virtue of the fact that they're one of only four sides in the uh mfl to have scored 50 league goals um, we're keeping a close eye on Southwell and Bingham because um, both those two are in with a shout of uh, not senior league success. Yes, absolutely. Well, Southwell City uh, play Eastwood CFC development at Bishop's Drive, so that's second against 18th. Now, that sounds on paper that's an easy win for Southwell until you read that Eastwood beat Ollerton. 
Yes. 4-1 in the Not Senior Cup in the week. So that belies their 18th position, don't it? And it is the, is it the Eastwood CFC development side, not the Eastwood Town side? That's the only thing I was thinking of with that. Well, you've got your Retfords wrong. You might get your Retfords wrong. Absolutely, who knows? Oh, that's a cheap shot. I know. (laughs) And Bingham, after Uh, their exertions in midweek, which they're not actually used to, so... No, Bingham hosts Sandy Acre Town, so that's first against 14th. So you'd think on paper Bingham probably ought they ought to but then yeah. they've had 120 minutes running around on a sludge heap yeah, um, they, against a team that's supposedly fitter than they but are but they dispatched the other Retford quite neatly and then yeah they did ran yeah. up a huge score yeah, so, yeah, um, so yeah they're a, they're a fit side they certainly do a lot of running so uh, so it'd be interesting um, to keep an eye on both Sarfle yep and um, Bingham yeah Collingham are at home on Saturday as well they've got Askins so that's 10th against 14th Harrowby are at home against Dalston Park, 7th against 4th. Grantham are at home. I think Harrowby's just got too much to do this season for promotion step 5. Uh, yeah, you'd think so. Melton Town look to be the team. They've dropped off a bit, though, haven't they? They're back, back, is it about to 3rd now? Or oh, right. Like yeah. Um, I mean, let's hope they don't go up, because if uh, Town do get promoted, that's the league they're likely to go in. There'll be some mm. cracking local they will, derbies. Grantham... 19th. When I looked, are one point above a relegation place. That's right. So it's 19th against twenty uh, 21st. Didn't they lose, was it 7-0 away at Buxton earlier in the season? Yeah, when they didn't do night matches. No, well, midweek, yeah. So it's a Saturday, so probably Craig Westcar will have to score all the goals for them. But we'll see. Let's hope uh, they can turn that one round. As Lockton are at home to Keyworth, that's 11th against 7th. Curtin Brickworks with a new manager. Entertain- are they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Entertain- not waiting, Tony. <laughs> Are you joking? Yeah, they they entertain AFC Top Valley, so that's eighth against first. Highcombe Town are away at Sleaford Town Rangers. Right, so- I'm gonna have to stop you there because time is running out. The wheels of steel are about to come in, are they? Yes, they are. Yeah, definitely. But before then, we can announce who our team of the week Redford. and our individual <laughs> of the week is our team of the week are the aforementioned RHP Saturday Colts, who beat Division 1 side West Bridgeford 3-2 in the League Cup with that goal from Ryan Atwood 10 seconds before the end that brought the response from the West Bridgeford player, which will cost him a new dugout. Um, <laughs> our individual of the week has got to be Dave Farger from um, Not Fast, who just nipped over to Marrakesh to, to run the North Africa 10 10 um, half marathon one hour 51 minutes it started very cold it finished very hot but he enjoyed it bye bye everybody